0: Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations
1: Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Supermarché Idia, your one-stop grocery store for your everyday needs, offering regular groceries as well as Afro-Caribbean and international food products. Looking to save money? Then Supermarché Idia is the right place for you. Located at 72 Boulevard Saint-Jean-Baptiste in Chattergay, behind the ANW. Open seven days a week. For more information, check out their website at idiasupermarket.com. That's I-D-I-A supermarket.com. Hey everyone, my name is Jordan Standup. I'm the assistant editor here at Yerdiwaze and today I have two special guests in studio who are joining me to talk about the 50th anniversary of the Gunawaga Youth Center. Though so I will start by across the table from me here, would you please introduce yourself?
2: Hi, I'm Shaya McCumber. I'm with the youth center.
0: I am the community events coordinator. I'm MC Snow. I used to work at the uh, Kahnawake Youth Center from about 1997 to 2010 and I was the art room coordinator.
1: So as I had already mentioned, this year marks the 50th anniversary of the Kahnawake Youth Center and throughout the past year the youth center has been hosting some different activities and one of the changes this year as part of the anniversary celebrations is that we're going to be celebrating Winter Carnival a little bit earlier this year. So Cheyenne, could you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Yes, we switched the date hoping to get more snow (laughs) because February tends to be a lot more icy and we had to cancel a lot of events in the past. So this year we switched the dates to January 16th to the 28th.
1: So because everything's happening a little bit earlier, like as you were mentioning, February doesn't, always seem to be kind to us in terms of weather so for there's a lot of outdoor activities obviously for winter carnival and over the past 50 years there's been you know how many activities that have actually taken place as part of winter carnival and a lot of those activities are going to make their way back into the schedule for this coming year right
2: yes so what we're doing is taking whatever we had in the past and moving it to this year's winter carnival so there won't be anything new Everything might change a little because we're not really sure what happened in 30 years ago where we're making it, I guess, a more modern twist to our age.
1: <laughs> sort of like a blast from the past, but yes. it has to be uh, uh, adapted to today.
2: Yeah, so we're contacting a lot of past participants and getting their information or memories, what they, what they did, and we're rolling with it pretty much.
1: And and that's kind of been the standard throughout the year from the youth center. I noticed that there's been a lot of posts on social media of showing the last uh, 50 years. So that must have really helped jog a lot of people's memories.
2: Especially on our Facebook page, we keep putting out uh, pictures from the past. So every week you, you might be in it. And it's fun to see because if your auntie was in the picture and you didn't know that event ever took place, it's kind of fun to respin it and set it up again.
1: <laughs> so if we want to take it back a couple of years ourselves, uh, MC, I'll turn to you. Would you like to tell us a little bit about your first uh, winter carnival experiences from what you remember?
0: Well, I, I don't really remember the first, but uh, one of the things that I do remember is every winter carnival, I had to design a new t-shirt design. And after a few years, it, it just became so much more challenging because I kept running out of ideas. So. Yeah, that's what I remember the most. (laughs) Actually, I remember the kids trying to help me uh, figure out ideas of what we could put on onto the T-shirt. And we'd always use ideas from the art room, like what we happened to be doing in crafts that day. So I was getting a lot of ideas from from the kids that I was working with. So that was pretty fun.
1: Do you happen to remember the first or one of the first logos that you helped create for Winter Carnival? The one I remember the most,
0: like because I still own the t-shirts and I still wear them, is the one with the uh, snow globe on it. And I can't remember what year that was from. But I do it, remember that one but also. But it was uh, an aerial sort of drawing of the youth center. And I had like really small, you could see the little kids playing in the front yard and throwing snowball. Well, I wasn't supposed to show that, but <laughs> <laughs> making snowmen and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: And then it was in a, in a snow globe. And, and Cheyenne, do you remember your first Winter Carnival or some of your earliest memories of Winter Carnival?
2: I don't remember my first. I I remember going to a lot. The main one that I remember that was posted before was my mom had to do the splits. So they had to, I guess it was a road rules. Um, it was a teen challenge where they had to find someone over 40 years old to do the splits. So I remember that. And I also remember my sister, Brooke, when she was younger they had a baby crawling contest. So that's a crawl from point A to point B to win. Yeah, we're actually bringing that back this year. Oh, that
1: is coming back. (laughs) Okay. Because Kyle, like I said earlier in the summer, when we talked about some of the uh, anniversary events, he had mentioned that Winter Carnival was going to be earlier in the year. And that we were going to be bringing back some of the older events, but didn't necessarily say what, but of course the schedule is out now. So it does look like there are quite, like you said, uh, Cheyenne, that there are a lot, it's a lot of old events, but they're all kind of spruced up for, for the new years.
2: Yeah. Um, the one thing that I know has been happening for years and years is the polar plunge. The polar plunge raises money to go back into the youth center and
0: People have to jump in cold water. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite event to did, watch. Did you do it? No, <laughs> they always we always picked uh, the same people year after year. Okay, to do now
2: it. what they do is the newbies uh-huh. have to do it. So now this year I'm the newbie, which <laughs> I hate this because I do not swim in the pool in the summer unless it's heated. So now they're like, you have to do it because you're new, and I'm like. I don't know if I can. I'm so nervous. I would
0: never volunteer.
1: <laughs> no, neither would I.: <laughs> And the thing about the polar plunge is that, yes, it's everybody's favorite event, but it's everybody's favorite event to watch. There's a difference exactly. between having a favorite event to watch and a favorite event to participate. My mom, in.
2: I was just talking to her about this. I'm like, "Mom, I have to do the polar plunge." She's like, "Oh, it's not even that bad. I'm like, "So you want to do it with me?" She's like. Oh, no. Never mind. <laughs> I take it back. I just like the spaghetti luncheon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you going to dress up for it?
2: Um, That part, I don't know. I talked about like even covering my face. I told Kyle, I'm like, Kyle, you're going to have to actually like pick me up and throw me in. I said for me to just like do it myself. I don't I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I'm going to be like, you know, a cat on the wall. Like, no, I can't do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember our 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 hero jumpers goy and uh, derek would used to do it every year and it was just amazing how they'd be so gung-ho to do it and it was wow
1: <laughs> Gowie cross has got to be a, a polar plunge legend for oh, that for reason sure. alone sure. i think she had a streak of what like over two decades right yeah yeah, yep. Every yep. year it's
2: crazy she still likes doing it she likes cold water that's what she likes <laughs> i like hot water <laughs> <laughs>
1: The, w- the one thing I'm always most impressed of with Winter Carnival is the variety of events is that the Youth Center is able to get every sector of the community involved and every age group. That always seems to be a big thing is that there's something for the elders, there's something for for the youth. Of course, there used to be the uh, the crowning of the Snow King and Snow Queen, I believe it was called, at the Elders' Lodge. <laughs>
2: yeah, the King and Queen. They're, they're participating again this year. They're also doing like a, like a painting party. So that's pretty cool. And then we have the younger guys, three and four-year-olds coming into the youth center, going to be setting up like air bounces and
0: having fun. <laughs> that's something I remember back in the day. We used to have the air bounces. We didn't own any, but we, we rented them. And uh, we, always, we always had face painting. And that was one of my things was, was doing the face painting table and uh, to take all these different requests from the kids what they wanted to be and then trying to make up their faces yeah that was great fun
2: like for this year I'm spoiling it we're getting the bull that's something we did in the past we're bringing it back the bull's
0: gonna yeah. be fun that was so amazing
2: so it's gonna challenge everybody <laughs> I'm excited for that part bring our cowboy boots but you can't wear them on side or you might pop the air bones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the youth center is always able to get organizations involved too, like organizations, groups, the local schools and everything like that. So it really does become truly a community, a community event.
2: There is a lot of like a lot of planning, obviously, with the Winter Carnival. And it's always open to volunteers that helps big time, like knowing that I have to help run it now. Like in the past, sometimes you only have like four people to throw on this big event, but you have the Spectators or participants in it will sometimes go on the side and also still give in the extra hand to help their event run smoothly
1: and it must be different for you, Cheyenne, or, or everybody actually, from, you know, being a participant of Winter Carnival. And now you're on the other side where you're trying to help organize winter carnival. It
2: is so hard because I want to do the event. It is a fun event, and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> That's my hard part. <laughs> Even my kids, sometimes I'm like, oh, I got yeah,
0: to be kill- in this location. It's killing you because you can't help them. <laughs> yeah,
2: I can't go and do the sliding or air bounce. I have to do the out- the work in the back.
1: Behind the Behind scenes Behind the scenes, work. that's yeah. it. <laughs> and I know that there are also long days because Kyle had mentioned before that a lot of you guys would be at an event helping, you know, either hosting the event or cleaning up afterward well into the evening, and then you're expected following morning to be right back to start planning all over again.
0: Yep, that's going to happen. We had some <laughs> events going on with the teenagers where, where they basically had to stay over all night. Uh, we'd start late in the evening at the youth center, and we'd be there till like 6, 8 o'clock in the morning doing doing playing games and stuff with them. It was It was crazy, the amount of coffee that all... <laughs> The staff was drinking just to stay awake. Well, I'm talking about me in particular. Everybody else
1: didn't need coffee. (laughs) And as I was just happening to mention the the involvement of the local groups and organizations and schools, I noticed that uh, KSS will also be hosting their outdoor carnival day again, rather, this year.
2: Yeah. So it's the same thing that happens in the elementary schools. It's a play day. It is so much fun just to get your snowsuits on and playing outside so that day it works a little different how i said i have to stand on the side that day or the carnival day whether it's the high school or elementary school you're allowed to play that day <laughs> mind you you still gotta put those rules up
1: <laughs> and, and just in terms of preparation you were talking about earlier that it's a lot of work goes into it when does the kyc usually have to sit down and say okay now we have to start going you know Full steam ahead into winter carnival activities.
2: I started in November because <laughs> then it's setting the schedules for each event, setting up the staff where they're going. It's a lot of planning.
0: Yeah, yeah. it is. So yeah. when
2: other organizations want to take apart part, like KSCS has uh, the lip sync, it's great. They that's their event, and we're there to help. Everyone's a helping hand in the community. It's this is why we can keep moving forward and continue doing this every year
0: yeah one of the things that we used to do with Sharon would always make us do um, a really big meeting the day after the closing of the winter Count Car- carnival and we'd talk about everything that we could have done better and and you know started thinking even then about what we the kind of events that we could have uh, for the for the following year. So it would always start like really like you know boom right after the the Winter Carnival, we'd start planning
1: on the next one. You'd only have a little time to catch your breath, and then it was <laughs> getting ready for some. And there's always something happening at the U Center. So as soon as you guys close Winter Carnival, you're on to the next event anyway. Right. So it must be like a, a quite the cycle.
0: It was very busy. A lot of, lot, a lot of stuff going on but behind the scenes.
2: So right now we're December 15th. We have no snow on the ground. We're waiting for the snow to come. It's supposed to come tomorrow maybe. <laughs>
1: That's what we're hearing.
0: This is very familiar. I remember we were, we always wanted to have uh, ice sculptures and snow carving competitions and it would always be raining or there would be no snow.
1: Well, that's another thing too, is that I was just wondering about, you know, you guys must, if you're planning one specific event and you're very, very into that event, looking forward to hosting it, and then the weather turns out to be absolute crap that day it's kind of like, uh, obviously it puts a big damper. Do you remember that ever happening to you?
2: I know a few years ago, we actually, the youth center had to cancel an outdoor carnival day because we had too much snow. The buses couldn't drive. So that was like a big bummer because you were expected to go out and play in the snow that freshly just fell and you can't because the buses just can't get there. Weather plays a big part in every, everything. From when I was younger, I don't remember them canceling anything. It they just kind of rolled with it.
0: Yeah, it's because we always had a plan B. <laughs> we always had like a tombola inside the gym, where we'd had different activities planned, or or we we'd be like, hey, let's have a movie day instead, and we'd try to take everybody somewhere or play outside and do relay races.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know that sports tournaments have always had a big place in the winter carnival, of course, with the, you know, ball hockey tournaments and different things like that. Are we going to be seeing a lot more of that for this coming winter carnival?
2: If it happened in the past, it's happening here. I, I know like from the past, um, when I worked at KSDPP, the Kahnawake Schools Diabetes Prevention Project, we always ran the, the bowling. So how they did the lacrosse or broom ball. They'd always give the prize out to the first place team. For bowling, I changed that. I, I Instead of giving out to the first place team, which they expected, I switched it so everybody had a shot at winning this golden t-shirt because everybody wants a Winter Carnival t-shirt, which what I did is I made different fun games that in the third frame, if they got a strike shot, they had an um, option to win a t-shirt. If there was more than one, they had to draw cards. So it gave the um, it gave an option for everybody to win a shirt.
1: <laughs> Some of the little side games within the actual activities, yeah. right? It, makes, it adds a little bit of excitement to it.
2: Yeah, especially if uh, they're like the same teams or, oh, they're going to win again. I'm never going to get a shirt. That's kind of the <laughs> stuff I would hear.
0: It was all about the shirt.
2: Yeah, the the shirt. Everybody
0: wants this shirt because so much planning went into
2: that—the
0: <laughs> <laughs> style and the
1: color—and I'm um, like, yeah.
2: but if you come to the next event, maybe you'll have an, another uh, way to win.
1: Now I know that we're talking a lot about our own memories of Winter Carnival from the past, you know, years, and it being an anniversary. Or you guys must have been hearing a lot of memories from other community members over the last little while as well.
2: For for this upcoming Winter Carnival. We're doing a gladiator challenge. This is something that has happened in the past. Yep. It was a fun event. This they was had... a great event
0: for <laughs> the, the counselors and the staff to get even with the kids.
2: Yes. So what we're doing is we're going to open it up for the after school program where they'll have the joust, the big Q-tips.
0: Oh, that was great.
2: And go against the staff after um, the after school program ends. We'll take a short break at 6 p.m. It'll be open up to community and families who want to come in. Maybe parents want to challenge their kids Mm -hmm. and hit them.
1: (laughs) In a safe place. In a a safe safe environment. environment.
2: (laughs) With a (laughs) Q-tip. It's going to be probably on an air bounce. There's rock wall, all kind of things that can happen. That's a one event that I know I talked to Darren Stacy about, he said there was two guys and two girls, but it used to be at the old survival school. So he used to climb the wrestling, the ropes, their ladders, and have running, um, timed running events. So that's a big day, and that's something that we, the youth center, never did in uh, many, many years. So we're bringing that back.
0: We didn't have rock climbing.
2: <laughs> yeah. I
0: that's pretty cool that we have that in the gym now. I've always wanted to try that.
1: Hey,
2: come on down.
1: (laughs) I do know that we covered a lot in terms of uh, memories and we tabled in the 50th anniversary of the Youth Center. And Of course, we talked about the recently released schedule for the upcoming Winter Carnival. So with that being said, if there wasn't anything we touched on today, was there anything else that you guys maybe wanted to mention specific to Winter Carnival? Other than hoping that the entire community comes out to participate, of course. Well, I'm hoping for great weather and a good turnout and for a lot of family involvement. Because it's always worth it.
2: I'm hoping for good sleep that week.
1: (laughs) Well, everybody better get their rest then because Winter Carnival is coming soon. And we'll make sure to see you guys in January for the start of that. (laughs) So I thank you guys for coming in today and chatting with us just very briefly about the upcoming Winter Carnival. It was great fun. Thanks. The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your and its employees.